Of course it's sad. Sad to a point where we don't know how to carry on. But the truth is, we must, mustn't we? Yes, indeed, Lord Chancellor. And since I was ever so efficient at organising the funeral, a private affair, an intimate affair, you understand? Well, now all thoughts must swiftly turn to the coronation. The smooth transition of power. As smooth as these beautiful silks here. May I? Of course. Such uh, exquisite material, Arla. This was woven from the webs of the last grey spider. And now here it shimmers with the last great seamstress. Poetry, sheer poetry. Perhaps this should be used for the lining. The lining of what, Chancellor? Did I not say? Uh, I've pushed the cart away and I'm forgetting the miners. The House of Peladon wishes to commission you, Arla, a cloak of coronation. I am honoured, Chancellor Barrack. Well, it, it, is, it is we who are honoured. The legendary Arla de Canto, becloaking Peladon's new guiding light. Such a cloak hasn't been made in, well, it's quite some time. It is an old tradition, the eldest, and I've decided to resurrect it. It must be magnificent, it must be majestic, it must be ready in a month. Is that possible? I... I can certainly try. Well, you do more than try, of course. You will succeed. You will succeed so wonderfully. Indeed, Chancellor. And I will need a new apprentice. Shall I have one dispatched? I have already requested one. They're arriving this evening. Oh, that's the service entrance. May this be them now? Make sure this one's suitable, eh? Then work begins anon. Peladon depends on you, dear Arla. Do not let it down. Or on my head be it. Coming! I'm coming! Give me a moment! You are in a hurry, aren't you? Always dashing for haberdashery. I've said that. Dashing for haberdashery. Dashing for haberdashery. And who are you? I'm the doctor. Your new apprentice. Should we get to work? They look like magic carpets. I want to roll them all out and see if any fly away. Tell me who you are. Did I not say? My new apprentice? That's the one. Hmm. You expect me to believe the loom house sent you? Why not? And a number of reasons. You present yourself as a doctor 
You're surely not a man of learning. <laughs> of course not. That's just a nickname I acquired. I'm secretly quite the fool. And the loom house always sends me someone younger. A lot younger. My last apprentice was yet to reach adulthood. There are all sorts of ages at the loom house these days. A friend of mine is nearly 80. And everybody wants to work for Arla de Canto. Yours is one of the few surviving apprenticeships and the only one that provides food and lodgings. Mm. Well, we're not a boarding house. You work for your keep. But I'm not convinced that this will work at all. Perhaps I could send me someone else. You're or... still concerned about the age? And I'm told I have a youthful face. Your face won't get you anywhere. Youthful fingers, too. And that's not a joke. I think they're younger than the rest of me. Quirk of physiognomy. I suppose there's no time to complain tonight. You'll do for a trial shift, at least. We'll go over house rules at supper, but I need to prep for an urgent commission. So, less babbling and freshen up. I don't want any loom muck in here. There are spare work clothes in your room through there. That's very kind. Thank you. Since I was expecting someone at least half your age, they may be a little small. You'd be surprised how flexible fabric can be. Sometimes it's bigger on the inside. Well, if that's your approach to tailoring, this isn't going to last long. How do I look? Very fast of all, I'm sure. Grab these bolts, will you? No problem. This material is heavy. Yeah, too heavy for a cloak, I imagine. Though the colour, mm, that's the kind of weight I... I know there's something else. Your clothes. They fit perfectly. Oh, thank you. Those trousers, did you let out the hem? I did. Who taught you that? Oh, it's just something I do in my spare time. In the loom house? Yeah, in the loom house, yes. But these alterations, they took you no time at all. Could I maybe put these down? Oh, sorry, yeah, on, on the workbench. <sighs> Let me see the sleeves, too. I didn't spend too long on the cuffs. They may not be my best work. Mm, it hardly has the appearance of a rush job. Appearances can be deceptive. Hmm. Doctor, I do believe you're going to be of use after all. Always useful to be of use. So, our urgent commission. Can you tell me what it is? Nope. You said it was a cloak. Not many around here wear cloaks. Then it's not for anybody around here. And if you like the colour, this shade is associated with royalty, isn't it? Don't be too clever. Doesn't suit me, does it? Hmm. If I tell you what we're doing... The information mustn't leave these walls. My lips are sealed. I'm to make a... <laughs> a cloak of coronation. It's an ancient ceremonial garment. I, I mean, it, it's an honour, but it's a huge responsibility. I bet. So if there's going to be a coronation... Yes. Uh, forgive me if I'm being too clever again, but I suppose that means the old ruler is dead? Our great and glorious leader is no longer with us, yes. May they rest in eternal slumber. You wouldn't know it from the streets. No mourning period, no solemn services. Who's taking over? Well, presumably the next in line. And who's he? Or she? Does anybody know? You're asking a lot of questions, Doctor. 
a lot of dangerous questions. Shouldn't we know who they are? Why? Well, we'll need their measurements, at least. Are you... one of the Chancellor's men? I'm my own man. No, you're a stranger who walks in here and... A stranger who can sew. You're a seamstress. We're bound to get on. I am a loyal citizen of Peladon. You don't need to spy on me. I'm no spy, Arla. It doesn't matter who is on the throne, not to us. Things will stay the same. Peladon will provide. All that concerns us is, is how our leader looks when the world looks to them. That's what we focus on. Then that's what I'll focus on too. Now I know where I stand, I'll be sure to ask no more dangerous questions. Thank you. Now, since you're the tallest apprentice I've ever had, come with me. I have a high shelf that requires your attention. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Obviously, this is not an off-frequented cupboard. Perhaps I can give it a dusting later. <coughs> yeah, I'd be obliged. So many gorgeous fabrics in here as well. Oh, these are just scraps, odds and ends. Some of them date back to the very first kings. But I'm after the gilded box at the top there. I see it. Pretty dusty up there, too. Don't drop it. Its contents are extremely valuable. May I see inside? Bring it out into the light. Just um, yeah, put it down there by the torchlight. What is it? The original trim from the very first cloak of coronation. Fur of the Agador. See how it glistens? It preserves its oils after death. Looks almost alive, don't you think? It would look more alive if it was still attached. Well, we're hardly likely to see living Agador these days, are we? I've got more furs in storage, but the significance of this particular piece... I'll take the books. Thank you. Right, you can make a start on dusting. Oh, and then we'll need a light supper before bed. I hope you can cook as well as you can sew. Well, I reckon you're in for a surprise. As long as the surprise isn't I can't cook, I think I can cope. Does it taste so delicious? This is nothing. This is just roots and water, a few spices. Wait till I picked up some more fresh vegetables. That's not in my allocation. Really? I may drift among the elite, Doctor, but I'm still classed as service trade. It's why the workshop's down here instead of up there. Well, the good thing about the loom house is very close to the food stocks. I've met some friends over there. Friends at the food stocks? Mm, gave one of them a yo-yo. They're armed, you know, the guards. Of course. Surely you're old enough to remember what happened. I only moved here recently. I must have missed it. It's ancient history. Not that ancient. In the last decade, surely. Ah, so you do remember. I've heard things. The people got angry. Angry? Or hungry? Whatever they were, they're not anymore. Because there's fewer of them now. How is the storeroom looking? Spotless. This is you changing the topic. Yes, it is. You've made a good first impression, Doctor. 
New assistant, new commission, don't ruin it. I want my luck to finally be on the turn. <sighs> Time to retire. <sighs> don't take long with the washing up. We rise at dawn tomorrow. Make sure you're all rested. I'll see you bright and early. Yep. It's going to be a busy day. Good morning. You talk in your sleep. Heard you muttering away last night. Oh, I'm sorry. Hope I didn't wake you. I'm far too tired to sleep these days. Look. This is my initial design. Thoughts? Oh, this is stunning. No, don't be obsequious. It's a rough draft. But it's just so... Ah, the Agador trim around the neck here. Not too much. We don't want to off-balance the jewels here and here. And you'll be using this fabric? Yeah, I'm unsure of which of these two silks should be the lining. This one, I think. It's a nicer contrast. Yes, yes, I was leaning towards that one myself. And Baroque liked it too. Baroque was here, in person. Well, for a ruler, he's very hands-on. He's not the ruler, he's the Lord Chancellor. Oh yes, of course. What's this, on the back? Ah, I'm pleased with this. I did some midnight reading about the old traditions. They used to stitch in a map of the stars to reflect what the ruler will see on coronation night from the royal chamber. The stars behind them, the stars before them, they are Peladon, centre of the universe. Well, of course, astronomical models are a little more truthful these days, but I thought it was a nice touch. And exactly what Chancellor Baroque is after. And if the Chancellor is happy, the new ruler is happy. Something like that, yes. So what do we need, then? An astral convergence map? Um, well, <laughs> yes, actually. The observatory can provide us with a projection. I, I thought you said you weren't a man of learning. Well, you'd be surprised what a fool like me can pick up. At the loom house? At the loom house. You're bad at lying, Doctor. It's the youthful face, isn't it? Betrays my honesty. I really ought not to trust you. And yet, deep down, you know I mean you no harm. And you know I can help. Shall I go to the observatory? Yes. You'll need to leave out the front, so don't draw attention to yourself. Keep your head down and your mouth shut. You represent the great seamstresses now, and I'm the only one left. So, in fact, you represent me. And you don't want any trouble? None at all. I do think you can help, Doctor. Don't prove me wrong. Yeah, take my cape. It has the seal of our guild on it. You shouldn't be bothered by the guard. It's been a while since I've worn a cape. Well, don't get used to it. Suits me, though, doesn't it? I won't take long, and I'll return with a treat or two. And when did you return? Well, quite some time ago. I did say hello, but you were absorbed in your work. Yeah, I do get like that from time to time. Where's the... Astral Convergence map. It's oh. rolled up, right by your desk. Ah, oh, was there any trouble? None whatsoever. The Royal Astronomer was delighted to be of service. And you're cooking. Lunch, yes. My friends had some leftover vegetables for us. So here's my take on a Geshra stew. Hmm. Oh, Doctor. 
smells. Oh no, is it bad? No, 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 no. I, I used to make this for my own mentor, Kepi Devoni, years ago now. I usually teach it to all my... But you clearly already know it. I found the recipe written down here. I think it's important to maintain tradition. Yes. Yes, like the cloak of coronation. I'll never be done in time. But you're not doing it alone. I'm here, Arla. First we eat, and then you put me to work. That is the last swatch attached. The proposal is complete. Uh, I can't believe it. I I've never finished a design tome in one day before. Well, now you have. It's all here. The drawings, the fabric samples. Oh, my fingers ache. We'll need to double-check it. It has to be perfect for the Chancellor's approval. We can look at it again in the morning. And then you give it to him straight after breakfast. He'll be bowled over by our efficiency. I've no doubt he'll have lots to say. Will you get yourself an early night? I suppose I will. Try and shift these bags under my eyes. Well, I don't see any bags. Tiny purses, perhaps. <laughs> oh, you're a strange one, Doctor. I don't know how you ended up here. Sometimes neither do I. Right, to bed. An apprentice must make sure their mistress is rested. Thank you, Doctor. I couldn't have done this without you. Thank me yet. on the monitor. I was talking to a friend of mine. In the middle of the night? Yeah, they're on the other side of the planet, the Icelands. Makes catching up inconvenient. You think I don't know an ice warrior when I see one? I think you're mistaken. <laughs> Your friend was green. That's just this little monitor. I thought it was black and white when I bought it. Turns out to be chartreuse. I will not be taken for a fool. Speaking to outsiders is forbidden for service trade. Tell me what's going on right now, or I'll call the Chancellor's men. You don't want to do that, Arla. Do you know what Barak and his men would do to this place? What they would do to you? He wouldn't do anything to me. So you know how they operate? Of course not. Not exactly. But I know. I know what Barak orders them to do. I know how they carry out his instructions, and I know how they have this whole kingdom in their terrifying grip. Think. Why, I might know all that. You know I'm different. You know all is not what it seems with me. So you are one of the Chancellor's men? Would a Chancellor's man ever reveal himself? I... Would a Chancellor's man wish to be questioned about their activities? If I've offended Barok in any way, Doctor, if it's about what happened last time... You're I... not in any trouble. Not yet. I only seek to... To do what's best. And what's best, Arla de Canto, is for you to go back to bed and forget what you saw. 
It's a big day tomorrow. Barak is going to see your proposal, and then the work really begins. Yes. I wasn't lying this morning. I mean you no harm, and you know I can help. Try to hang on to that, whatever happens. Good night, Arla. Good night, Doctor. Chancellor Barrock, I hope you've enjoyed the proposal. If you have any questions... Arrest her. Ow! What? Did you think this was amusing, Arla? Well, I, I don't understand. Here, in your disgusting design, what is this? It's the night sky. It's an old tradition. But this isn't the night sky of Peladon. It isn't? I had it checked. This is a projection for Arcturus. What? Did you think this would get past me? Your pathetic little act of subversion. There must be some mistake, Chancellor. I've already detained the Royal Astronomer, platforming your conspiracy theories like this. Peladon is not in the grip of a foreign power, and never ever will be. Sir, if that is the wrong set of constellations, I most humbly, humbly apologise, but... It wasn't me. My apprentice. It was his fault. And, and, and yes, I should have checked, but I... Well, I thought he... Um, he claimed... What did he claim? To uh, be in your employ, Chancellor. Do you think I would employ a grubby little street urchin, Arla? Do you think me so desperate? He's not like that. He's older, he's stranger. Is he part of the resistance? I don't know. Perhaps. I've, I've no idea. But you ought to bring him in. Take her away. <laughs> Chancellor, please. Until we verify your claims, we need to treat this seriously. Most seriously indeed. And bear in mind, Arla, even if you're not a traitor, you've displayed a gross misjudgment. Again. That's not what Peladon rewards. Chancellor, I, I will always be loyal to Peladon. Please! Guard! Guard! Oh, I can't be expected to sleep on... I mean, it isn't even a bed, is it? It's a, it's a shelf. I wouldn't even put my worst cloth on this. Finally, I have been calling and calling and... Hello, Arla. Guard! Guard! Nobody's out there. I've seen to that. What are you doing here? I've come to speak to you. You should be in here, not me. Why? Because a few stars were in the wrong place. Because you've made a serious political statement. Don't pretend you didn't know what you were doing, implicating Arcturus like that. So you've heard the rumours too? Oh, I don't think I was taken in by all this. Your friend on the communicator, another member of the Resistance? Have you told Chancellor Barrock about him? Oh, I will when I get the chance. If I get the chance. I may never leave here now. You know the reputation of this place? I do. And already I see that it's worse than the story suggests. 
<laughs> and what do you think is so funny? This is the nice bit. Top level corridor. It's where they keep the special guests. Oh, well, I feel ever so special. They won't keep you down here for long. You don't know that. If you were anybody else, they might. But you are Arla de Canto. You're the only seamstress left. Tying up all the loose ends is very important for this administration. Barak is a shrewd fellow. Pretty soon he'll figure out you haven't got a revolutionary bone in your body. But I haven't. I honestly haven't. Three nights. That's how long I reckon they'll keep you. Three nights? Long enough to let you stew, short enough to ensure there's still plenty of time for you to make the cloak. If I ever work again, I'll be lucky. Oh, you are lucky, Arla. One of the few who are on Peladon. But you know what? I can be lucky too. So let's make a deal. Excuse me. There's a reason I came to this planet. You're an outsider. Yes. And I need your help. I am not helping you. You might. Three nights. Three nights for me to convince you. If I fail, I'll turn myself in. You have my word on that. Your word means nothing to me. Perhaps not, but it's the truth. You'll be brought your supper just before curfew. I'll come to you a few hours after that. The guards will be waiting for you. I don't think so. Goodbye, Arla de Canto. See you tonight. Guards! The, the man responsible for my crime is walking away right this... Oh, what's the use? What the... Didn't wake you, did I? What's happening? Oh, that's right. You're not sleeping these days, are you? There, there was a wall here. Yeah, there was, isn't there? I said when they were building it that it should be more open plan. No armed guard waiting for me. Either you didn't tell them, or... They, they didn't believe me. Thought so. You've not touched your supper. This repellent gruel, of course I haven't. Bring it. Sorry? Bring it. We're going on a little walk. Where? There's a warrant of passageways through here. Yeah, I'm just getting flashbacks now. She was such a receptive architect. I am not escaping. Of course you're not. You'll be back in here before dawn. Then, um, what if... I want to show you something. First of three nights, remember? <laughs> I am not going anywhere with you. Arla de Canto, what I have to show you will change your life. You know I mean you no harm. And I know you can help. Well, I don't know that anymore, Doctor. They say it's always darkest before the dawn. I mean, it isn't really. In fact, there are only seven planets in the whole universe where that's actually correct. But they say it's always darkest before the dawn. Because things get worse before they get better. And this is me at my worst? Depends how the next three nights go, doesn't it? Come on, Arla. If you see any guards, you can turn me over on the spot. I won't resist. Well, that sounds sorely tempting. Fine. Ugh, I don't need to stretch my legs. And don't forget to bring the food. If I must. Uh, where are we going? Where you go? Where are we? Step through and see. 
I don't... Oh, is that the loom I hear? It is indeed. This is the loom house. Oh, they're working late. They never stop. Why are we here? Did you want to visit your old... Not that you ever really worked here, did you? I didn't, no. Thank goodness for that. Take a look. Oh, Oh, the noise, the stench. Imagine trying to sleep in there. People don't sleep here. It's a workspace. Better close the door. Why? We'll wake my friend. What was that? Too late. Sorry, Gentry. Only me. Doctor. Who is this? I mentioned him before, my friend who's nearly 80. Give him your food. What? The food you brought with you, please. Here. Not to me, hand it to him yourself. Here you go. Thank you, thank you. Not so fast, Gentry. Food is hard to come by these days. The safe stuff is locked away in the food stocks. The safe stuff? You've heard of the blight? Peladon will provide. You're on service trade rations. You know it doesn't. Why is this man here? Why doesn't he go home? This is his home. The home of many others, too. You know what this giant building used to be before it was a loom? A larder for the castle, built into the side of Mount Nageshra. They decided generations ago it wasn't fit enough for meat. But now it's all the workers get. Got to go now, Gentry. I'll see you soon. Goodbye, Doctor. And thank you again, kind stranger. Oh, um, you're welcome. saying anything. What do you want me to say? That man, Gentry, has he been at the loom all his life? No. He fell on hard times, like so many do these days. He was a farmer till recently. I'm sorry to hear that. People over 20 barely last a year in that place. It's a tough life. That's why your apprentices are always so young. So... You took me there to what? To make me feel bad? To see their living conditions. And my heart breaks for them, it really does. But I do my best. You said yourself, my apprenticeship is one of the last that... I do good work here, and I can't take them all in. And in any society, it's sad, it's it's terribly sad, but there are rich and there are poor, and it's always been that way. I wasn't born into money. I was trained. I rose up. And now you're not saying anything. We're nearly back at your cell. Your horrid little cell, where you still get a better bed than Gentry. Lift the torch. Back you go. Same time tomorrow night. Do we have to? I'm afraid we do. Good evening. Children who stay awake at Christmas don't get any presents. At what? Earth tradition. 
Like your dark and tide, but there's a man who enters your home via a fireplace at... Actually, now I describe it, it sounds quite terrifying, doesn't it? So, you're from Earth? Not exactly. But that place has gone through these pains of Peladon many times before. Oh, I still think you're overstating the... Yeah, the... But, but I didn't know whether we needed the food again, so I've left half. That was considerate. But not tonight. You should finish it as we walk. You're going to need the strength. Why? Got a long hike ahead of us. And here we are. We're beyond the outer walls. Oh, we'll get into trouble for this. You're an escaped prisoner. You're already in trouble. I've... I've never left the city before. So now you're an outsider too? I'm no such thing. But look at what you're missing. <sighs> well, admittedly, the air's been fresher in the past. Over here. People aren't living out here as well, are they? No, even if they wanted to, they couldn't. Look. Um, what am I looking at? The stream. What about it? Do you think it's meant to be that colour? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? It's hard to tell by moonlight, but it, it might be natural. Are you so disconnected from where you live, you don't even know the colour of water? Presumably it gets distilled, filtered... Or... When it reaches the citadel, yes, but not before it feeds the crops. Is this what's causing the blight? Let's follow it upstream, see what's at the source. Move slowly, we're not alone. What are they? You don't recognize them. Only a few days ago, you were showing me their fur. Oh, these are Agadol. The last remaining few. Don't get too close. I calmed the herd with a lullaby a few weeks back, but I've no wish to repeat the experience. They can't be Agador. They're too pale. The color of the water, the color of the beasts. I don't understand. This land, it has a sickness of the mind, of the body. Of course the Agador don't look right drinking dirty water. Their fur grows patchy and matted. You couldn't make a cloak out of that. So what's making the water dirty? What's always made it dirty? Trisilicate. Beneath our feet are the flooded mine shafts. They learned of this problem years ago. They started to fix it too. So what happened? They stopped. Why? Because the foundations are rotten. Of the mines? Of your whole society. When a system is at fault, you see the same problems over and over again. Fear of outsiders, workers' disputes, the sickness and suffering of the underclass. I've been to Peladon time and time again. I've seen the same problems again and again. I love this planet. I really do. But it's hard to watch it hurt itself so. Things stepped up a gear when Barak took power. He's responsible for that up there. You see that, at least. A giant satellite dish skewering the mountain. I mean, it's hard to miss. I see it. But you know what it is. Do I want to know? What sort of question is that? You steal me away to a world I barely recognize. This is your world. This is your Peladon. 
My world is my workshop, my fabrics, my daily chores, what's required of me, expected of me, no more, no less. I know not to look. But you've got to look, Arla. If just to see the beauty, this vast lake, this giant crag of rock, behind you the city and the cliff, the sprawling night sky, doesn't it make your world seem so small in comparison? Can you really stay blind to the hope? To the fear? That, that creature, it's coming over. It's all right, it's all right. They're friendly enough. No, no. I, I, I want to get away. I want to get away. Arla. Arla. What is it, Silas? Is something wrong? Blood from a stone. We're not scheduled to talk till morning. And since when has the great doctor stuck to a schedule? When he's executing a highly intricate plan and needs to be discreet. You're not being that discreet. I can see you. What? Look up. I'm on the roof of the power facility. There is quite a view from here. Oh, I see. And now you're not being that discreet either. If anyone sees a Martian waving... The workers won't be back until dawn, and conditions here are terrible. They're too sick these days to see what is in front of them, let alone what I have done. Even so, Silas, be careful. We'll talk properly later. I need to get this right. <sighs> Hello, you. Well, <laughs> you're a tonic, aren't you? No more songs tonight, though. Maybe just the one. Clockly depart a meaning clutch. Runa, runa, runa. Clockly the sheen at your enough. Runa, runa, runa. Runa, runa, runa. Runa, runa, runa. Runa, runa, runa. Fine. I didn't mean to overwhelm you. I'm not overwhelmed. Well, you ought to be. Famine, pollution. This is overwhelming stuff. And you're putting it all on my shoulders. Why do you say that? You're sh showing me all these things. It's not just your responsibility. Thank you. But it is your responsibility. Who's to say this isn't meant to be, though? What do you mean? The Agador. It's sad, but creatures die out all the time. Natural disasters occur. Whatever that thing is on the mountainside, it's probably there in the name of progress, changing things for the better. Peladon will provide. You're willing to believe that? I am. Those creatures out there are in so much pain. <sighs> it's a long walk back to your cell, but let's do it in silence. Suits me. Hello again. You finished your food? Yes. But you haven't touched your water. I wasn't thirsty. I see. So, where to tonight? If you're right, this is the last of our ridiculous jaunts. We're not going as far as last night. 
small mercies. Let's get this over with, shall we? Let's. Not bad with heights, are you? Why? What's that? Oh. Just don't get too close to the edge. We're still in the citadel. Told you it wasn't far. Do you recognize it? I always think rooms look strange from above. This is the Chancellor's chamber. Where I was arrested. Well, presumably you were in this bit, not that bit through there. Barrock's private rooms, of course not. Because that's where we're going. Excuse me? There's a hatch along the balustrade here. We'll be able to listen in. What? I know. It's odd, right? Almost as though this place was designed for court intrigue. No, I mean, no, we can't spy on Chancellor Barrock. That's... that's instant death. As long as we don't get ourselves noticed. I am not doing it. I'm showing you the truth of Peladon Allah. The first night was the truth of its people. The second was of its land. What do you think tonight's truth is? Don't you want to find out? Yes, my I understand that wholeheartedly. Now listen to him. Yes, I, I, I understand that. Well, the transition of power is going very smoothly. We should, um... Oh, yes, of course. Transition of power. Did you catch that? The coronation? Nope. <laughs> the, the thing to understand is... Oh, no uh, apologies. That, that's not to say you don't understand. But the thing to be aware of... If we increase the power too quickly... It, uh, we're doing the best we can, my lords. But we will do better than the best, uh, I uh, assure you. Full alignment will be achieved. I've never heard him so... Deferential. Oh, uh, thank you, my lords. Um, Arcturus shall have the power it needs. Arcturus? Shh, shh, Guard. Yes, Lord Chancellor. You, you will escort me uh, through the Citadel. Yes, sir. What are we just here? Come on, we can climb down there. Uh, no, we can't. Those Agador carvings, we use the mouths as footholds. No, I mean, it's his private chamber, if we're caught. We won't be caught. Come on. That's it. Oh, I'm not as young as I was. I should be clambering down gargoyles. You can jump from there. <coughs> oh. Yeah, that wasn't so bad, was it? That was terrible. Now, let's take a closer look at Barrack's treachery. Treachery is a strong word. I can think of stronger. He's selling out your planet. Do you know that's what he's doing? You heard him yourself. Not only blind to the perils of Peladon, but deaf to them as well. Oh, that's not fair. I'm sure you pay attention to his Chancellor's address. I see he regularly broadcasts to the whole planet. Look at this. No need for miners anymore. The Trisilicate is sucked from the ground and beamed directly to Arcturus. Beamed? You saw the satellite dish. The mineral is broken down, sent along quantum waves, and then reconstituted on the other side. This is incredible technology. Must have taken years to perfect. Unfortunately, if they continue to do this, 
going to have a serious impact on the stability of Paladon. Physically? Tectonically, yes. And you've seen the pollution caused by all this. But spiritually, too. A planet drained of its resources, its natural energy. The Agador are just a start. Perhaps the Pels will look that sickly soon as well. Some already do. <laughs> no, I, I can't believe Barok would do this. Why? Power? Money? Elias would be turning in her grave. She was an impassioned woman, loyal to Peladon. But seizing power after Minaris's death was the first misstep. Then young Barak follows in her wake, turning the Chancellery into something much darker. The power behind the puppet on the throne. If you were publicly heard saying any of this... What? I'd be flogged? Arrested? Elias wasn't scared of speaking out for speaking the truth. You say that like you knew her. I told you last night I've been to Peladon many, many times and weaved into this planet's history. I've seen more truths than you could possibly know, and I've seen the truth of you, Arla de Canto. These three nights, everything I've shown you, the poverty, the pollution, the political corruption, you've known it all along, haven't you? Deep down, none of it is a surprise. The sadness of this place, it's in every citizen, every silence, the fabric of your very being. That's not true. You don't get to say what's true. I know why you needed a new assistant. I know what happened to the last one. It was unfortunate. Unfortunate that he was part of the resistance, or unfortunate that he was caught. He was a skilled craftsman. He was more than that. We were close. He tucked you in at night, made you Magesh stew. He was like a son to you, and you turned him in to Barok's men. And they tortured him. We could wander those passageways for days, Arla. And we still wouldn't find the pit where they dumped his body. He should have been there. I, I, I couldn't be seen. Don't try that defense on me. Don't try any defense. No wonder you can't sleep at night. I've faced many monsters in my time, but the worst of them is always apathy. I said you were lucky. You're lucky because there's still a chance we can save this planet. What will you do, Arla de Canto? Will you stand and fight? Or will you look the other way once more? Arla, I hope you enjoyed your restorative sabbatical. Chancellor, please. Let me apologize again. Oh, say no more. Say no more. We have looked into the matter. Have you found the doctor? There is no doctor, per se. A rebel, masquerading as a myth, perhaps. He will be apprehended. I do hope he didn't fill your head with lies in your short time together. <laughs> I ignored everything he said. Good. That's good. Now... Arla, about this cloak. I want to do my best, Lord Chancellor. Mm. Please. But can we trust you? Of course you can. I must show my loyalty to Peladon to make a garment worthy of our new leader. It shall be my greatest work, my masterpiece. Your passion does you credit. You will keep me involved in the process. Of course. And with my supervision, Perhaps 
This will work after all. Yes, Chancellor Barrock. I won't let Peladon down. My dear Arla. Oh, Chancellor. <laughs> Forgive the mass arrival. I feel it wise to travel with protection at the moment. People do get overexcited when the coronation approaches. This is why they shouldn't know one is coming. But the rumours spread, as rumours are wont to do. Uh, you'll have seen what the streets are like. I haven't, I'm afraid. Too busy with my work. That's what I like to hear. And this is what I like to see. Move over, I can barely see what she's working on. Sir. Sir. Oh, for forgive me for my cramped workshop, Chancellor Barrach. We shall reward you, my dear Arla, with new rooms when this commission is complete. I'm thinking the Royal Astronomer's Chambers, since he won't be returning to work any time soon. Now, this. Do you like it? It's splendid, absolutely splendid. Take me through it. I will use every piece of Agador fur I can lay my hands on. I may have been sceptical of the idea at first, but to see it uh, in the flesh, almost savage in its nobility, the true symbol of Peladon. When all this is done, I would like to wear it myself. Is there much more to do? Just the lining. The ceremony is in two days. You will perform the fitting yourself, and then you may join a select few in the Thalira chamber. There'll be quite a view from the balcony. You will witness our new leader performing the traditional Pell Walk above his people. You honour me, Chancellor, but um, this unrest? There is no unrest, Alla. The Pells are merely full of fervour for the coronation. Most are managing to contain themselves, but some isolated pockets, particularly in the less fortunate regions, I believe once the celebrations are over, an expurgation of sorts is required in the slum district. We cannot let such selfish people tarnish the good name of Peladon. And what news of the man who called himself Doctor? No news yet. Your intelligence about the secret passage to the Loom House proved invaluable, Arla. We rounded up all the workers as a result. You... all the workers? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> there was one man, surely in his eighth decade, who tried to resist in the most laughable way. Truth be told, what happened to him might have contributed to the... the heated joy we're currently experiencing. But a lesson needed to be sent. Treason will not be tolerated. Yes, Lord Chancellor. Guards, withdraw. Yes, sir, yes, sir. I will leave you now, Arla. Keep up the good work. I will. Arla! So glad you could join us. Leave us. She needs no escort now. Yes, sir. It's an honour and a privilege, Lord Chancellor. Ladies and gentlemen, 
the magnificent Arla de Canto. very high demand after this, I can tell you. Our new and glorious ruler did so enjoy his fitting. He wished me to convey that to you. In fact, he wept. He did? Oh, I should clarify that those were tears of happiness, Bala. He is young, and he'll most likely wish to weep again when he strides out on the Pell Walk, draped in your handiwork. But I have spoken to our and he understands that now he is Peladon. Now he is strong. You will not mention his emotional display to anyone in court today. Of course not, Chancellor. I knew I could rely on you. When the time comes, you'll step onto the balcony with the others there. I shall be down below, guiding our new sovereign onto the Pellwalk. Now, help yourself to the food here. It'll just go to waste. Oh, so much food here. Uh, no, thank you. No plate for me. I, uh, I don't think I could stomach anything. <laughs> My apologies, madam. It's, it's no trouble. Let me help you back onto your feet. Thank you. You are Arla de Canto? I am, indeed. Ambassador Silas, you should not be here. Indeed, my lord. The off-world dignitaries are in the viewing chambers below. But there is no view in the viewing chamber. You have the screens, don't you? That's how most pals will watch the event. You may think yourself better than that, Silas. I mean no disrespect. We've always been tolerant of foreign dignitaries. If only to legitimize your actions. See that Lord Silas is escorted back down Do not trouble your men, Chancellor Barrock. I know where you wish me to go. I'm sure you do. Carry on, I guess. Carry on. As soon as this coronation is complete, as soon as the transition of power is safely underway, we can declare ourselves truly independent from the old allies who wish to hold us back. Then we will see how great this planet can be. And what's... We're not meant to start for another... No, guard. Find out what's... He's not due on the Pell Walk till I'm, I'm, I'm down there with him. Ladies and gentlemen, the ceremony isn't starting just yet. Are you sure? Excuse me? He's beginning the war. Oh, not that. Well, then, let's let step out on the back. Um, in orderly fashion. Thank you. Excuse me, please. Let me see. He's down there now, Chancellor. The fool. I wonder if someone gave him the signal too early. At least he's looking marvellous. Yes, of course. People will see him as the future. Hmm. I wonder if that's true. What? What's happening down there? You guard, hand me your spyglass. Uh, yes, sir. There's something wrong. Uh, get everybody back inside. 
everybody. Back into the, uh, the... Just off the balcony, please. Thank you. No, nothing to be alarmed about. What do you see? Everybody includes you, Arlen Decanter. No. no. They can't be. Can't be what? Are they... Agador? On the streets? Oh, this is preposterous. Those odd-looking creatures down there. They're not the mighty beasts of Peladon, surely. This is a disaster. Yes, yes, I suppose if the Pels see those sickly Agador, paling, balding, and then look to their new ruler, wearing all that excessive fur. Guards! No wonder they're not happy. The decadence, the display. How damning. I need you to go into the streets below, round up these creatures, find out who's brought them here. Uh, yes, sir. People of Peladon. And who is that? I'm sorry to interrupt this grand coronation, which is a little too grand, if you ask me. Oh, that's the doctor. The man you called a myth. Don't be angry at the small child in the silly cloak. Be angry at the people who made him wear it. They will have his blood for this. Just so you're not angry on an empty stomach. I borrowed my friend's keys to the vaults at the foodstuffs, and I've left them wide open. Knock yourselves out. What, what is... Oh, no, no, no. Guards, guards, um, to the foodstocks and the streets. St stop everyone from... And I must... Uh, stop the broadcast! I must... Feed your friends, and feed that need for change. I know times have been tough, but there is a simple truth there are more of you than there are of them. Come on, come on, come on! Hello, Chancellor. You shouldn't be in here. Oh, there was nobody to stop me. Your men are clearly busy. I can't switch off this damnable broadcast. <laughs> I learned that when the doctor starts talking, it's hard to make him stop. And I expect he's tinkered with your machines here. Were you in on this? Not at first, but the doctor made me see sense. And he made sure I was armed too. Where did you? Ambassador Silas slipped it on my person. He's been my contact lately. Working with outsiders? The same as you. What do you think you know? Everything. Well, then you'll know they'll come for me, for us. The Arcturan army is a sight to behold. What was... Your secret power facility, I believe. It's... It's been destroyed. Yeah, I don't fully understand the science, but the feedback from that trisilicate beam, well, let's just say Arcturus will have some problems of its own right now. Don't you understand what you've done? You've thrown Peladon back into the Dark Ages, forging ties with Arcturus time and time again. My forebears resisted it, but don't you see it was vital that we are stronger together? Hells have been crushed, poisoned, forgotten, killed by your strength. If that's your new and glorious future, Baroque. 
Doctor, thank goodness I found you. Hola. It worked then. My cloak, you were absolutely right. The spark of revolution, together with the food stocks and Silas's work at the power facility, well, I think it's safe to say that it's all beginning to unravel. <laughs> I better stick with you. It's getting a little wild out here. I'm sorry, I'm leaving. I did what I had to do. I set the wheels in motion. I kept a promise to a broken boy in the deepest cell. The age of the Chancellors is over. And now, I'm done. You've started a revolution, Doctor. You, you need to see it through. You need to see it through for yourselves. Make the right decisions. You've already made a wrong one. I see that sonic blaster has been fired recently. I... I told Silas we shouldn't arm you. They said it would be a precaution, a bluff. But you killed Bauer, didn't you? I don't regret it. I wanted him to stand trial, just as you should. What, what do you mean? People need to be accountable for their actions, Arla. People will remember your name. In fact, here comes some of them now. What have you done? I laid out your crimes and explained how you assisted my cause. Whether that all balances out, well, it's not my place to forgive you, Arla. It's theirs. They won't. They won't. Have faith, Arla de Canto. And remember, I'm knocking you on. Doctor. Doctor, you can't. You can't leave me. You can't. No. Wait a moment, please. Please. I. I am Arla de Canto. And I can tell you who that was. Tell you of of the privilege, of the ignorance, the outright denial. But here, now, please see that we are all standing in the same rain. This sick and dirty water, this stain, this shame. I am sodden with it now. And I know what you will want to do to me, to all of us who said nothing, did nothing. I will say and do it now, though I know it's not enough. My loyalty is to Peladon. It's past, it's present, it's future. I carry with me its heroes and its horrors, as we all should, as we all do. And whether you believe me or not, forgive me or not, hate me or not, I will live by that for as long as you let me is the truth.
My name is David Richardson. I'm the producer of Doctor Who Peladon. One of the things we wanted to do was take Peladon through the generations. So the first story, The Ordeal of Peladon, starts between The Curse of Peladon and The Monster of Peladon on TV, because by the time The Monster of Peladon arrives, King Peladon is, is long dead. I think Queen, Queen Thalera says that um, her father died when she was a child. So there's a lot of years of storytelling that haven't been filled in. But I, I wanted us to go beyond Monster of Peladon and further and further into the generations. And, and whilst doing that, tell different types of story, which is why I was so delighted to say that um, Tim Foley took a very different approach to that final episode, The Truth of Peladon, because it's really a contained piece with just four voices. It, it's a lot of small, contained, so well, not small scenes, but the scenes which are small in nature in that they're contained. They're just characters talking to each other. But it's so beautifully lyrical in terms of the dialogue and just a beautiful story world. I mean, that's all I can say about it, really, was it's Tim's writing at his very best. It's, it's like a great theatrical play. And it was no surprise to me that um, Bonnie managed to get such a terrific cast for this episode because that, that script would just turn an actor's head, I think. They'd look, they'd look at the parts on the page and just think, I want to play this role. Hello, my name is Barnaby Kay, and I am the director of the Peladon episodes. Deep down, none of it is a surprise. The sadness of this place, it's in every citizen, every silence, the fabric of your very being. That's not true. You don't get to say what's true. Paul McGann takes on the the Doctor Mantle for the uh, episode, which is the final one. It's about taking that revolutionary idea and making positive change with it. And he he takes a, a character, the last of the great seamstresses, Arla de Canto, takes her on a journey to open her eyes to the corruption and to the pollution in this planet which is which is struggling and I hope that you get a feeling that there will be real change and that Peladon will will uh, will sort of rise again and and continue to be powerful in some way it's a very uh, Peladon for those that don't know is a very earth-like planet it has earth-like issues of of climate and and unrest and and difficulties in with pollution and wildlife and and those, all those things. So the environment is a very strong line through through all of these four episodes, and uh, and I think we can all feel a connection to to the the struggles that that Peladon is is suffering. My name is Paul McGann, Doctor Number Eight. I kind of love this script today. Sometimes for simple reasons that though that you might relate to yourself, that there wasn't a lot of, I don't know, running around down corridors and bombing about. There, was a, there, there were far more you know, sort of nighttime scenes, two people in a room, I don't know, just quieter stuff, which is, which is a nice contrast. To, uh, I mean, I'm not knocking what we normally do, obviously, but this was, there were just some nicer things. I'm Mira Sayal, and I play Arla de Canto. My loyalty is to Peladon. It's past, it's present, it's future. I carry with me its heroes and its horrors, as we all should, as we all do. Actually, it's got so many elements in this. I mean, I've 
you know, heard quite a lot of the Doctor Who audio books and I am amazed actually at how the writers just seem to come up with these extraordinary, far-reaching and, um, you know, very deep stories. And this one is so much about what apathy does when you're living in a situation where you just can't be bothered to change anything and the rot gets worse and worse. And in fact, that's Arla's Achilles heel. She's a great, strong woman in so many ways, but the terrible crime that she commits and which the doctor forces her to face is that she sees corruption all around her and just keeps her head down. And I just thought that was a really good theme, particularly now, to explore in the Doctor Who universe. It's a big change from the other three that have been full of of characters new and old and there's a sort of there can be in the recording of them a, a raucousness which is which is is born out of a kind of excitement and and enjoyment and it's sometimes quite hard to um, to manage as people get get more and more sort of energetic and um and it's lovely and you know it, come, it comes across wonderfully brings the script wonderfully across but it's a very different atmosphere to what we finish with, which is a much more intimate episode and a great privilege to be able to quieten things down, dial down the volume a little bit and get to, this is, hence the, the name of the episode, the title is The Truth. You really do, that's what we're looking for. We're mining the truth of what's happening in the planet. And that is so helped by the fact that there are very few distractions and it is, it is the Doctor who is leading Arla de Canto, the great seamstress played by Mira Sayal, through her planet that she has been blind to or has turned her back on or, or turned away from the truth of. And what's more, he, the Doctor, particularly with, with Arla, was, there's a more serious side to him, but, but you, I don't know, you sort of get the heart of him. Um, sometimes he lets her have it, and I like that. Really good, really good, and typically well-written. <laughs> 